You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today we're doing a review of everyone's favorite book, Beach Reads. Yeah. And if it isn't everyone's favorite book, it is now. And it is now. This is a spoiler filled um, review. Yeah. Yes, it this is. This is not us trying to convince you to read this read this book. We are like literally going to spill all of our favorite secrets mm-hmm. about it. And it's going to be amazing and so fun. Yeah. I loved this book. I forced it was good to read this book. It was unexpected. I think I liked it so much because it was unexpected. Yes. Why like it to me off- personally. Why don't we start off by like, what your first what you thought the book was like where you were when you were reading it where like the end process walk me through your process of reading beach read okay so even just a preface before reading it we had both just read a deadly education and were in the throes <laughs> of a book slump we really like <laughs> it, it was so bad <laughs> it was bad I mean I know we just talked about deadly education in our last episode but just to give you guys preface like we it was hitting us hard we could not find the motivation to continue reading certain books to just pick up a book and so Celine started reading this one and then just recommended I read it and I read it on a flight and I didn't even really read the back cover I just downloaded the book I got it online or kindle whatever and Mm -hmm. just started reading I had no preface and so the cover obviously they look like they're on the beach together that's not what it was so I just was expecting a light rom-com you know, funny moments, but not very heavy. They're obviously going to end up together because it's a rom-com. And this yeah. just like threw me something so much deeper than that. Yeah. The relationships, the characters, the yeah. just fleshed out people. It's wow. How did it end? Oh, happily. No, I mean like, how did it end with you? Oh, with me? Oh, at three in the morning, I was crying in my closet reading the book. So I wouldn't wake my husband up. Yeah. What yeah. did you expect that? <laughs> no. And it wasn't like sad tears. It was just emotional tears. Just like the <laughs> emotional journey she takes you through. Freaking Emily Henry. Emily Henry. She takes you through it. Dear God, bless Emily Henry mm-hmm. today. She will be able to write more books like this. <laughs> she will be able to write more books like this. It was wild. It just it was funny. It was I like we have a list of likes and stuff, and so like we're gonna get into that. But okay. I have a, such a not that random, but random note that I feel like we have to talk yes. about before we dive yes. into like the actual oh, book of Beach Reads. Oh, Anna, let's go. Can we just talk about how the romance community has kind of like, you know, quote, rebranded the way <gasps> that they show their books and the covers of yes. their books just with a style of them? Like it's no more shirtless guys and weird poses and photography. The bravest women in America are the ones walking around reading those books in public. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They are. Up. If you're reading a book with a shirtless man on the cover in public on a bus stop, like, yep. Round of applause. Round okay? of applause. You, you have walk. no, so like, you have no run. care in the world that people will see what you're reading. Oh, I love it. But, like, you know, you know, Anna that people had mm-hmm. to buy these books for them to continually be created. They did. So who's buying this book? Who's displaying Ooh. it on their bookshelf? I 
every single time I see a TikTok and they have like, here is like the cutest, spiciest um, adult romance to read. And they have to show the picture on their Kindle. I'm like, I know that's how they do it. They read it on their Kindle or like their nook. Yeah. But what about like, what about like our babysitters and like aunts and like, like older women that like didn't have the Kindles? Like they had to go out. They had to go out. They suffered. They walked so we could run. Really? Really? And so now like they have these rebrandings, which by the way, it was at first an indicator to me like, oh, there's a shirtless naked man and like grasping a woman in a corset. I yep. should probably not read this if I would like Now it's to a little read. unsafe. Now I am scared. There's not a book that yeah. I'm like, wait, wait. Well, how- okay. Can we talk about <laughs> the love hypothesis that is taking over TikTok I and read it. Bookstagram? I want to read it. I don't it. think we can. There's no I- way we can. No, impossible. Really? Okay. Oh, heck no. Why? Because if this book would have been made 10 years ago, the cover would have been some shirtless buff guy with a white lab coat on leaning with a microscope (laughs) in the background. That is what, that is 100% what the cover would be. Bent over some girl in like sexy librarian classes. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Literally. This book is so smutty and the cover is so like, it looks so meat cute and just like the, like the illustration style. No, it's Solse. It's Solse Isolian. You know what I feel like? Did you like? want to know something about this book? Yes. <laughs> I'm on another one today. I'm sorry, I really guys. love it. Honestly, I'm like, Anna, go off. Let's go, girl. Okay. The inspiration was a fan fiction about Kylo Ren and Rey from Star Wars. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, fun fact for you. Thank now you, you all know <laughs> this useless <laughs> bit of information. You know what this feels like right now? This feels like, okay, guys, obviously um, we're hilarious and we like to cuss sometimes <laughs> and like we like to make jokes and stuff. But like in reality, we're like a little religious, just a little bit. And so we try to avoid <laughs> books little. that like don't have like pornography on it. I'm going to call it like it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, we, that is what it is. Yeah. We try to avoid like anything that's like, if it tingles down under, you, you don't, you don't. If I have it. to read, I know I've said this before. I'm just going to say it. If I have to read the word thrust more than twice, I can't, I can't do it. Or like, yeah. If I have to witness someone finishing, I can't, I can't do yeah. it. No. I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to flip. Exactly. And what sucks is that the authors put like such important, like I love yous or like dialogue, like the dialogue moments when they are like raw <laughs> And emotionally bared to each other is just uh, also when they have to be emotionally raw bear. They're no good both well. ways. They're naked both ways. Yeah. I and I am just sitting there like, come on, come on. And so like we've gone to the point yep. where like our listeners will know like when there's gonna be a book. Like we had um this amazing, awesome girl that works with us. Her name's Emily. We love her. She literally sent us page by page notes for Kingdom of the Cursed, right? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She hooked us up nice because, yeah, Kingdom of the Cursed, saucy, way more saucy than I expected it to be. But Emily saved oh, my back. Text messages you wrote, like, tell me like your experience reading it, it was so funny. <laughs> Just like there were moments. <laughs> okay, like, do I want to like cut deep or do I want to like? Everyone, if you like smut, you're gonna be insulted right now. Everyone, you're gonna be insulted so much right now. I came to the realization in the game. You go, there's no shame. This is just us in our own personal life. So that's it. That's all it is. We love you. We love you. Okay. This is the problem. This, and it's entirely my fault. Okay. Because I realized about two thirds of the way through this book, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think this book is that good. It wasn't 
like amazingly written. It, there are some major plot holes. It's really character driven. And because I was like reading the book and I wasn't getting the, you know, quote reward of like the spicy scenes, I yeah. could, I only focused on like the plot points, the character growth, the things that I like were missing. And so I'm like, I mean, what idiot would read a book like that and skip all of that stuff? Cause I was yeah. obviously forced to focus on all those plot holes. And so, yeah, that was just my experience. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, when it's my entirely away, my fault. When you take away the, but the sexy parts, then I took away what everybody loved left. most about that book and there yeah. wasn't a lot left. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot left. I think the third book has a lot of potential plot wise, like things finally came together, but yes. that's not what we're here to talk about. So that's the hardest thing to do is like to, to stick it out through the se- second book. Like mm-hmm. when there's a trilogy, you have to buy it because it like supports the author and you want to know what's happening. Yes. But it's so hard when you are left on red for like the second book and you're just like, yeah. And that's when like all the crap is hitting the fan. You're in act two. Like, yeah. Mm, it's not fun. It's not a fun place to be. So no. I'm like, I uh, yeah mm. well okay also like the bridge kingdom which I talked about last week's episode like 18,000 times so <laughs> I was asking people like this is what everyone was giving me a thousand dms about was I was like hey um so am I gonna die like I just need to know like when I get closure about things and everyone's like okay mm-hmm. it's only two books but they're making she's doing spinoffs of different characters but she said that oh. the third, so like the two books are that's it that's their story and it has a conclusion and then okay. the third book is about like a character that's in the second book and it comes out next week, which I thought was cool. Oh, but the author has been like saying like, okay, y'all like it's time for oh that new gosh. adult life. Like y'all always, like, what does this always happen to us? It's been like a weird trend that I've noticed yeah. a lot lately is like, I mean, the people ask and they receive, I think that's what's happening. And like, mm-hmm. there's no judgment. I just think like, no, us little, us little Christian girls. We're just, because well, what like, happened oh, no. was that like, there are very strong, like young adult encompasses a lot, you know, of like yes. very young adult or more mature young adult. I want and what's happening is the adult. more, I want yeah. the adult category yeah. because I think, but that, what's that's happening awesome. is that all the mature young adult writers who, and like, and mature in the sense of like the writing style, right? Like it's yeah. very deep characters, a very fleshed mm-hmm. out plot over multiple books. Yeah. Um, a lot emotionally to handle. They are all like listening to the success or seeing the success that new adult is having. And so they're like, well, I want that. Like I'm going to yeah, go to that other genre. And it's just crazy. Well, my question is with this is like, okay, I don't know. Like for me, I am scared of adult for like reasons that are not sexual. I am scared of adult because I don't want to think of adult problems while I'm reading. And I don't want to think about high school problems. That's why I think I like fantasy and like historical fiction mm-hmm. and stuff is because like, I would like to not think about the world that I'm in. Yeah. I'm that is genuinely, I think why most people read, like, I don't want to like, Oh, this is hopefully my mother-in-law isn't listening to this. And if she is, I'm not saying anything mean. I'm just like, we're in this book club <laughs> together and all of the books. And she's like, I've read them and they're amazing. And I, I know that they've got to be amazing, but she's like, it's yeah. a story about this girl who is in her 30s or 20s and she travels to the old Americas and she's looking for a husband, looking to make a life and look like just all the books are like, I don't know. I just don't want to deal with possibly like mirror images of myself seeing in books of like mom face to deal with the realities of raising a kid and becoming a mom and changing her identity. And I'm like, nope, no, thank you. I just want to read about an assassin princess. 
yep. who has to like come in who can control like- the air around her I don't know yeah yeah it's great and that is what I need I want to talk about topics like discovering the power within yourself which I think you can do in both of those examples like when you are yeah. reading about a mother like raising her children and also this like princess assassin they both are trying to discover the power within themselves one mm-hmm. is a physically real power that like comes from her body and the other one is like yeah the power within like emotionally and I think like yeah both are good but yeah I think it's sometimes um I'm kind of glad we have like this podcast and stuff like that and a lot of people mm-hmm. that read books I mean we have a ton of people that listen to our podcasts that we love to death that like they re- like they recommend books and they're like oh these are smutty this is the part or whatever mm-hmm. we love that because like we want to enjoy in these books as much as you guys do and but we also like I don't know I like the fact that like we have each other to be like okay so yeah. this is the good part this is that part and there's like I'm like girl read whatever makes you happy like ain't no thing yes and we're like yeah just don't judge us because we were like we're like just ah! don't judge us ah, these we're trying to book avoid <laughs> yeah no what and for, I mean reads. like hey <laughs> multiple <laughs> times yeah so don't don't touch us for our little our little ways and mm-hmm. we will just love you for yours and that's who we are but um yep. I loved beach reads because I feel like I actually thought it was going to be like a smutty book and I was like I'll just skip over it it'll be fine but really like Emily Henry wrote such good slow burn tension oh yeah really good slow burn tension in fact the tension was so good that I'm like now this is my new standard I guess yeah and it's cool because like here's the deal like I want like I want to feel feelings from like the intimacy of like a handhold. Like if you can make Mm -hmm. like tension without one of the things that I think um, Stephanie Garber does so well is like that she and Jack's Evangeline and Jack's cannot kiss in the first Mm -hmm. or in the book. And um, she does it so well where it's like, so well, like, I'm like, this is the most intimate non kiss I've ever had. And that beach read, like, whoo, mama. Ooh, it, mm, it was, yep. It was good. I'm going to pull up a thing while you just, uh, I'm going to pull up the, what is it? The country line dancing scene. I actually called Tanner and was like, let me read this to you because this is what every, every man needs. Also, (laughs) also their, their banter was hilarious. So funny. So funny. Oh my God. Because that's like, I want people to be able to be funny with each other and witty. Ooh, I love love good witty banter and they had it they had great witty banter I know I'm like pulling it all up okay Mm. so first off they have forced association with each other because not only are they neighbors Mm -hmm. but then they have this like bet that they like cannot be together oh 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 Anna do you remember the notes they would like write on the pieces of paper yeah so like just to um yeah a reminder for people they both are kind of in like writing blocks they have like writer's block and so they were like well let's switch genres so he's gonna write instead of his like dark poetic um things he usually writes that are never end in a happy ending um and and instead of her like rom-com happy ending books that she wrote they were like let's switch genres um and actually that's even something I loved that we can even bring up like closer like later on because I love that that was like kept up throughout the whole book and they both stuck through with the deal and published their books in that different genre and like how it really helped them. But then you could still see like each of their personalities in the different books. Yeah. And they're like, they're like challenges of like going from like most romantic um, 
no sorry she was trying to teach him like these so she had to take him on these dates and then he would take her on these mm-hmm. excursions where she was kind of forced to confront like grief and pain and all these things that mm-hmm. she was happily avoiding um yeah. and she really needed some work to do in fact that's why we were ending up like sobbing in our closets was because literally I didn't I like I didn't expect this book to have like the depth that it did but first off okay no. this is like the most hilarious like they are so funny I just am like gonna pull up some stuff that I thought was super funny so like they're at the the fair on one of their dates or whatever and um she's like he goes you can just owe me you can just pay me back whenever and then she goes how much was it three dollars but it's fine just then me the dollar fifty later are you sure that's not too much <laughs> trouble I can I'm happy to go get a cashier's check do you know where the closest western union is he said you could probably wire it what sort of interest were you thinking I asked you can just give me three dollars <laughs> when I take you home and then if I ever find out I need an Oregon we can circle back sure sure I agree let's just put a pin in this yeah we should probably loop in our lawyers anyway good point <laughs> until then do you want to like go so back? funny just funny and, like, and witty okay and then the other part that I just thought was super hilarious is this part right here he goes um I told you I wanted you to know me you can ask me anything you want it sounded sort of like get on top of me now <laughs> and I just like loved like the way that like her inward thoughts are mm-hmm. where she's like yikes I said yikes I sounded like a gum popping babysitter trying to relate to her favorite hot divorce dad which was sort of how I felt <laughs> and I just like I feel so like funny. this is like I don't know I just love this so much and then like the tension the way that like he is trying to like show her how he feels about her but like it's kind of he like she has it all wrong I think that's so cool well what I something I liked so much was how often she like embarrassed herself yes like she I think she sees Gus at the bookstore and she like ducks down behind one of the displays and she's like, okay, is it pop? Can I crawl out of here without him seeing me? And then just like, even, um, the purse, the wine purse, the wine purse killed me. She's just in her bathroom, just like waiting to like, and she's like, she takes the wine, the wine, the purse wine. That's what it is. The Mm -hmm. purse wine with her. And she just downs Mm -hmm. it and everyone's like, this is her. This is who she is. This is is who she is, I guess. And then the sex dungeon, which actually became a sex dungeon by accident. And I just loved that the author like gave that to us. So funny. Okay. I'm and then when she's through. crying and the bird poops on her head. <laughs> yeah, on the beach. And he was watching and it was like almost going to be a really cute moment. And then she's like, a bird pooped on my head. <laughs> I was like dead. I was dead. I thought it was so funny. Oh, it was so funny. <sighs> Deeper things, though, that I liked about this book. Um, I just thought that I thought it was so interesting the way she wrote the affair between her dad and Sonia Mm -hmm. because and especially Sonia like coming and talking to her at the end and she was like listen you have to hear from from my point like I was this girl and I was I had moved on and I was happy and then he came and he was gonna leave his wife and she was like I'm a person too like I'm not a villain like I'm dealing with all of these things that you are and the way that she just fleshes out all of the characters yeah, just were so unexpected. Like it wasn't typical rom-com stuff because yeah. she found herself like a, a great parallel that I didn't see a lot of people talking about was that she, you know, Gus was still married and he was separated from his wife. I mean, and it was horrible and oh, she cheated yeah. on him and they went hundred percent of getting a divorce. But she like for a second, she was like, I what am I doing? That. I'm Sonia. I'm doing exactly what she, the position that she was put in. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if you remember, it was the mom that pushed him away. 
not mm-hmm. and then he like found solace in that woman which is the same thing that's there and I think like she's like I am Sonia except for my parents you know he and her aren't getting back together and like yeah. I love the honesty of the of the dad and like that he's like I cheated like I cheated on your mom and like I she knows everything mm-hmm. and she worked it out and um I think like it's just so relatable because especially too is that she idolized her family or her parents so much and it was tied mm-hmm. so much to her grief and stuff and what sucks is that she couldn't have the image of her father. It was tainted. It was there. And I think mm-hmm. every single person that reaches adulthood has to come to the fact that their parents aren't perfect and love them. Oh yeah. And that was a huge thing is that she had been like, my parents are perfect. We're the perfect, happy family. They have the mm-hmm. perfect, happy marriage. And then she had to be like, wait, none of those things are true. And yeah. she had to come to terms and accept that like there was still good, even if it wasn't perfect. Well, even in like the parallels to the, like the relationship she was in before when the guy dumped her, I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. And she just was like, I like, she loved him, but she was like, I loved the idea of our relationship even more because it seemed so perfect. It was the dancing in the rain and snowball fights and going to visit my parents and making them happy and doing all the things that she was like, this is what it should be. But like, she never reached that emotional connection that she was always looking for. And oh, something I loved was that she was like, he was sleeping and I would look over at him and she just was never overwhelmed that he existed. Mm-hmm. She was just there living, surviving. Yeah. And like that gets brought back when like they're confessing their feelings. And Gus is like, when I watch you sleep, I feel overwhelmed that you exist. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it. And he I love men written by women. Love, love men written by women. Here's another thing too, is like, um, just like how earlier we were talking about how it's really hard sometimes to read books about like adult fiction. Cause this is not young adult. This is adult. No. Mm-hmm. And, um, because we're like, it's hard for us to relate or we relate too much to what it is. Yeah. And I thought this was such a good balance. Like her character felt ageless, timeless. Like I know she was like our age or like 30 mm-hmm. or something. And so, um, I feel like that was, but like, I didn't feel like I was, too close or too you know what I mean like it was awesome and I want to find more books like that Mm -hmm. but um let's quickly go into the letters from the dad yeah oh my gosh I what an unexpected thing and at first I really wanted her to have this moment like or not just with Gus but I wanted him to know that she was having this moment But I just thought it was so much more powerful that she found the boat. She went on to it. She opened the letters. Oh, my gosh. The letters. I sobbed throughout the entirety of reading them because it just felt so real, you know, and you finally get the other perspective of her dad is a real person and he loves her because throughout the whole book. He's the villain. He's the villain in the book for sure. And so just being able to read that and have it come full circle and her being able to accept that it's okay that she still loves her dad after he did this to them. Mm. I also mm. feel like she, the whole time she's like, I thought I knew you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I'm just dying to know you. How can I know you? Why? Like he left so soon. So she never got to know what that was. And those letters were just like, as if he was having the conversation and saying the things yeah. that she needed him to say in a safe space where, you know, he could, he and she could communicate with each other. And like, mm-hmm. it was... It was so funny. I like got on my stories on our stories, like immediately after that and was just sobbing while I was trying to explain why I loved this book because like, oh my like gosh. tears were streaming down my face as I was trying to like read it. And it just, it taught me so much about the fact that like 
um, in, in perspective for writing is that like you can, I don't know what Emily Henry had been through in her life, the author, mm-hmm. but there is so much in her that you can't, th- she has to have her soul in this book. She has to, you know, this is such a personal mm-hmm. and thing. And I'm reading, like, I just pulled up the pages where he goes, um, what did it say? When you wake up this morning and we start driving north, I won't be looking at you in the rearview mirror. When you read this, think back to this day. Will you even notice that I can't look at you? Oh, yes. So he says, today you're leaving for college January and I'm afraid it might kill me. Of course, I can't tell you that. You would feel so guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you read this, when will that be? Think back to the day. Will you even notice that I can't look at you? Probably not. You're so nervous yourself. But if you do remember, now you'll know why. I worry I might turn around and drive the three of us back home if you show any ounce of hesitation. And I think like, even if you haven't lost a parent, the the distance like I've been living Mm -hmm. um hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles from my parents for almost 10 years and I left I left for college I had been like 16 like a month and a half beforehand and I've been living on my own since then and I ache for my family ache for that kind of relationship and stuff Mm -hmm. and I feel like I think that's why it hit me so deeply is because I also wanted to have like I want, you know, I want to have these conversations with my parents and spend that time with yeah. them, even though I can't be with them. Yeah, it's super mm. good, and it's so helpful. Also, this is the way that she like handled the change in moments. Like yeah. you, it's like so emotional, and she comes to this realization, and she's like, I it's time for me to call my mom. Like it's time for me to tell my mom what's been going on with my life and why, like they've been so distant. They haven't been able to talk. And so she calls her mom crying. And she's like, did I tell you that so-and-so broke up with me? And the mom's like that little like chicken. Mm." (laughs) And then like, it's just like that funny moment. And then like, it brings you back in. I texted her because I was dying laughing. I was like, I freaking love the mother. (laughs) Yeah. She was amazing. But no, also like when you're reading the letters, didn't it feel as a mom, it hurt me too. Because not only are you and I like daughters of our parents, we're also mothers. And like in that moment where he's like, but today on your 28th birthday, I felt like the same man I was all those years ago, staring at you, counting Mm -hmm. your fingers, wondering what it, what it is that makes you so different from the rest of the world. I don't know when it happened, but I'm happy again. I think if, even if things don't stay like this, I will always carry this moment with me. How could I ever be sad Mm -hmm. having watched my baby grow into the woman she is? January, you were 28 and today I am your father. And I'm like that, oh my gosh. I almost was able to be like, Adelaide can forgive me for my grievances if January can forgive her father, you know? Yeah. It like made me want to be like, maybe all of our letters to Lincoln. And then I was like, no, come back down to reality, Anna. You will not do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Last night, um, I found a bunch of journals because you remember when Tanner decided to um, organize the entire closet and- <clears throat> <laughs> anyways so loved it he did end up like spending five and a half hours doing it it's cool no one is understanding what we're talking about but uh, hilarious they don't need to we know I was, I was we like, know oh. mm-hmm. so anyways but he had pulled out all of my journals and I read him a bunch of entries from when we were dating and I just it was so cool because like I wrote like the first time that I saw him and the day that he proposed to me and what my wedding day was like and mm-hmm. and then I wrote um I wrote a letter from one to Adelaide on the day, on the week that she was like, I was like, today you're one week old. And I was like talking about it. And I realized like, what a powerful gift to myself I just gave, like that I didn't, I haven't given myself in a long time. And I was like, man, I need to do that. But let's talk about the sex. It's great. It was great. In the book? In the book. 
Yes. Oh, I not about not about. Mm, yep, didn't write about that in my journal. Kept no, it clean I for the, for the like my children. Think when you they did. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. Back to the book. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the slow burn hunting was amazing. The dates were super cool. It was real. Yeah, was, the dates like, were the cute. Most- the fact that she was like, "I'm gonna go all out because I have to teach this man romance," because he obviously doesn't yeah. know it. He's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when he, she found out that he was married, that was wild. Ooh, that was, was a big reveal for her. Yeah. But yeah. I just think like the most that I can say about it is that this was the most three-dimensional book I've ever read. It was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. It so, definitely just was so unexpected. So yeah, we'd love to hear mm. your guys' thoughts and know yeah. what you guys thought of everything. And yes. We love you guys. We do love you. <laughs> Thank you for for coming. Thanks for hanging out with us. (laughs) See you next time. Bye. Bye.